being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a four-barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. Because Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four-barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing would be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it very much. Again, we are live, Rocky Mountain Airport right now because it is the commemorative Air Force Mile High Wing Rocky Mountain Car Show and Swap Meet, 11755 Airport Way in Broomfield. And there are probably 300-plus cars here. There's some great old aircraft, one of them taking off as we speak. So there's a little air show going on at the same time. You can do air, you can do rides in some of the airplanes, I believe, as well. And pretty much anything else you want to do out here, it's it's all here. We got vendors. There's food. There's drink. There's tons of cars. Richard, you just they, got here. Yeah, they got an F-18 uh, cockpit that you can sit in. Cool. That's front. That's uh, similar to the new Top Gun movie coming out. Cause nice. They did that, and then yeah, they just did a little air show, and they've got rides and very cool. It's all sorts of cool stuff. Food. Yep. Fire trucks. All good. So yeah, if you've got kids. Josh from Legacy Automotive with us as well, Josh Goff. So any questions you've got for us, please let us know as well, 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600. All right, couple questions of the day answers. Rich and I are going to do some car reviews here in a moment as well. Bill and Inglewood, though, you're next. What's going on, Bill? Hey, good, good. Hey, on your uh, topic of the day, I have two of them. I don't own okay. either one of the vehicles, but I just know about them. Number one, when uh, GM took over Saab, they kept the ignition in the middle console, but they added a cup holder right next to it. So if you have a hot cup of coffee or a cold drink and it spills, it goes right into the ignition yeah. switch in the center console. Yeah, brainiac. Yeah, I don't know how many Saabs I've worked on where, you know, the co- they poured Coke and all kinds of stuff. Do the Swedes drink. not drink and drive or they what? They must. Well, no, no, Europeans <laughs> Europeans don't know. Do no, 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 we're frowned upon here. <laughs> And the That's second one true. is the car that you own, John. I just yeah. do not like the dash of the 2020 Corvette. It goes all the way from the dash down to the middle it of does. the seat. You got 15,000. It does. They have to yep, it, it, they do. Uh, they did that where the you know the driver has all his or her set of buttons for their side, and then that dash comes all the way down and around into the console. The passenger then can control their heat and so on from their on their left hand side yeah it's a it's a i agree it's not my favorite uh, aspect of the car by any means yeah i don't know who designed that i mean for a sports car it just seems like you're taking your hands off the road all the time to find out which button you're going to press uh yeah you you kind of yeah and that's what happens you kind of start memorizing where things are like you would with other cars but no i'll be the first to admit you first climb in the car and even after you, you don't drive it daily you know it takes you Five ten minutes of you know getting yourself familiar again where things are at, so you're not you know doing what you just said. Yeah, and then one other quick question on the you know the new cars now they have the wireless charging for phones and they have USB ports. Some of the manufacturers where they stick where you can stick a charger in the USB ports are in some weird places. They are. I will agree with you there. 
Yes, and some of the wireless, and Richard and I drive a lot of new cars. We'll talk about that in a moment as well. But a lot of the wireless charge pads are in places where it's like, you know, it's a great feature to have that on the car. You just lay your phone in and it charges. But where they put them in some cases, it's it's just the, some of the most obscure, hard to get to, hard to get the phone back out. Yeah. It's like this thing is useless where you placed it. Yeah, that's right. Hey, one last thing. Thanks for all the servicemen, the pilots, and all the guys. Yes, the air show. yes, yes. Good one, Bill. Thank you for that. Yes, appreciate that very much. Okay, bye. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it as always. Good call. Uh, J.D. and Lone Tree, what's going on, sir? Well, happy, smoky, windy yeah. uh, day 2000. It is that. Um, it is, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's starting to get annoying. And I want to get back to that in just a second, but I've got a 68 Firebird, and I think one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen in a car is that the high beam light is a button on the floor to the left of the brake pedal. So if you take yeah, your foot off while you're cruising down the highway, you can accidentally hit the high beams, and I, I just don't even know why they put that there. Well, they did that up until they started moving things up to the column in the early, what, 73? Well, even some of those had them on the floor still. So really, I'd almost get into the early 80s to eliminate all of those. So, yeah. And I apologize if this has already been brought up, but uh, sorry, I joined you guys late today. No, you're fine. Um, the second question and uh, a comment as well. How much does this smoke and ash affect uh, the air system in a car? Because I know they were diverting jets around, you know, the volcano that went off in Iceland. And I guess that's a super fine particulate. How much is this clogging up our air system? Uh, not not that much. You know, you are going to need to change your your air filter and cabin air filter a little bit sooner but i don't you know with the volcanic stuff it's more coarse it's almost like having rock up in the air and here you know it's just smaller soot is what we have now but we have seen you know cabin airs and air filters getting dirtier a lot quicker with this huh? well it's not doing my lungs any good no, no it's, it's not. not doing anybody's lungs no and, and, and you know the other thing too that and i'm glad you brought that up jd because the other thing too that folks tend to forget is not so much when it's the super fine smoke, but when we get where there's actually, and we had this last year in the fall, where some of that ash actually starts to fall from the sky, there you really have yep. to be careful of paint and some of those sorts of things, because some of that ash can do some damage to, you know, it's paint acidic, and, and things along those lines. So that's something else to really think about. So I'm glad you brought that up. Right now, we're not at that stage where it's harming paint and things like that, but if it gets any heavier and we have any of our own fires locally where that gets heavier, that can be an issue as well. Well, and I'm wondering about, you know, the, the recent, the poor town that got wiped out uh, yesterday or day before. Uh, that's an entire town. And how many hazardous materials are being swept up into the air and oh, blown oh, across yeah. the yeah. country right now? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. great point. They, they got to get these under control. So I, I didn't hear about this story. Somebody fill me in. Yeah, it was, a, there was, a, it was a, a pretty small town, but it literally completely wiped it. Uh, uh, the, I think it's the uh, Dixie, the, the Dixie, Dixie fire, fire yeah. in California wiped it off of the map. Essentially, you know, the cars were left, homes, obviously, businesses. Wow, that's too bad. Just you know, it, it, again, it was a smaller town, kind of in the the mountains there of Northern California. But yeah, not not a good situation. Oh, they got to get these things under yeah, control. Yeah, it is. It is Dixie. I, you know, Dixie fire. I did yep. not know that, guys. Thank you for the update. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah no. Well, to your uh, point too, JD. No, that's an issue. And back to Bill. Greenville uh, looks like was the community. Seconding, uh, you know, thank God for you know all our vets and and everything else. Uh, so 
Uh, appreciate you guys doing that and yeah. um, getting the kids to actually see the stuff that made us America. Yep, you're right. You're exactly right. No, and that's that's what this is all about. So, J.D., thank you for that very much. I, I appreciate that. And he is right. Everything that we're doing today and where we're at in regards to this remote that we're at, um, yeah, this is really a, a, a kind of a throwback and a and a appreciation for what mm-hmm. a lot of those those machines, not only the men and women, but the machines themselves and the ingenuity of the American, uh, really American, it, let's call it what it is, capitalism back in the day is what made us win the war, allowed us to win the war, I should say. It was that, that you know, the ingenious of, of a lot of those individuals, Ford and others back in the day, that allowed us to do the things we did to win the war. So this is really a, a testament to that. Uh, Andrew and Evergreen is next. Andrew, what's going on, sir? Hey, John. I've got a 95 F-150, and it's got a transmission issue. I was wondering if it's worthwhile to just scrap it or get it fixed. What kind of transmission issue? Um, it's just not... It won't go into drive anymore. We'll go through the gears. It's a uh, five speed and just doesn't run. Okay. Josh, this what is more up your alley than I mean, mine. Right now, pickup trucks are worth a fortune. I mean, it's so, you know, look at how much it's worth, what kind of shape it's in, and, and what it does for you. You know, it's it's always hard to find a pickup when you need to move or it's, it's hard to find a pickup regardless and, and prices are dropping a little bit you know we've been we keep an eye on that with the the auction side of stuff but it's still again if everything else is in good shape i would uh yeah like, like you said josh what is it worth to you yeah <laughs> yeah great point yeah, that's all where is a good place to go get a transmission done uh where are you at what part of town andrew evergreen uh it, I, good question. That's you're you're uh, you're getting too old. For, I was gonna say run down see Geno's and they would look at it, but you're getting too old for them. Even that's beyond their scope uh, on that truck. So probably best Evergreen. Call the guys at uh, Arvada West. I know it's a little bit more of a drive, but call them. Get some opinions from them. They'll use a Jasper uh, transmission if that's something that they think is, you know, if they think the truck's worth doing, they'll do a Jasper transmission, which, by the way, gives you a 100,000-mile warranty, so nothing wrong with that at all. They're a great transmission. And uh, to, the, to the point, though, of Josh and Richard here, Andrew, you're not going to be able to replace that truck for what the cost of a transmission is. So no. if the rest of the truck's in decent shape and you know the truck, is it worth fixing? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You're very welcome, Andrew. And, yeah, guys, I mean that sincerely. Truck prices right now are up. In fact, and, Josh, you know this, Richard, as well. You can't buy. And we, we send some stuff to auction, even, as Richard yep. does for the yep. companies. And we have some stuff that really, at our end of life, it's, for us, end of life. Not necessarily for somebody else, but somebody else could take the truck and still use it and so on. But end of life for us, you know, we're sending them to auction. And, you know, there's not too many trucks we're sending to auction that are end of life for us that aren't bringing at least – 10 grand if not 15 to 20 depending upon the truck yeah, right richard yeah we just uh, sent a old you know we have got a lot of cabin chassis a zuzu and that's what we just sent to auction which was a 92 that we used as an old you know vac truck right and uh it it, it brought more than you might think and obviously i'm not going to speak to what it is but right. you know for what a 92 is and the amount of miles on it and what you paid for it so again at the end of the day for folks it's what what did you pay for it what are you going to use the truck for? And then also go look out, as we talk about all the time with new cars, see a car and what does it cost to replace it? Right. Maybe not with the same vehicle, but with something else. And again, right now, folks, good luck finding a used car. Good luck finding a new car that you want uh, on the lots. It's getting right. better. 
It is. But, but keep that in mind. Yeah, exactly. All right, we're going to come back. You can talk about some of those as well, some cars we've driven here lately. So stay tuned, guys. Again, we're live at the Rocky Mountain Airport. You can hear the air. Craft, if you would. That was a jet that just, an old, you said it's an old Canadian fighter, is that right? Yeah, it's an old Canadian like they use for their arrow. That's our uh, version of the Thunderbirds. Okay, cool. All right, so you just heard that pull in as well. So, again, we're live at the Rocky Mountain Airport. Rocky Mountain Car Show and Swap Meet put on by the Commemorative Air Force Mile High Wing. Stop by, say hi. We're going to be on air till 1. The show goes until 2. I think tickets are $5 to get in for adults. Kids are free. It's a great family event, so stop by and say hi. Any questions you've got for us, though, 303-477-5600. Don't forget, text line 307-200-8222. Myself, Josh, and Richard, we'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Your vehicle's air conditioner should not put out a musty, mildew-like smell. Cabin filter contaminants can cause allergies and compromise airflow volume. Now is the time to take advantage of Geno's Auto Services Cabin Filter Special. For $189, Geno's will replace your cabin filter, clean the evaporator box, and restore efficiency and clean air in your vehicle. Geno's BG Evaporator Cleaning injects foam into your vehicle's evaporator box, which removes mold, pollen, mildew, dust, and bacteria. Since 1983, the team at Geno's has been serving customers all along the front range. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. They're AAA-approved, winner of the Napa Gold Certified Auto Award, and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon in Littleton. Check out their excellent Google reviews. Stop in or visit them online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. Some skills you only develop through practice. In October of this year, Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law celebrates 25 years defending both civil and criminal cases. He has earned the tagline, Trial Tested, Trial Ready. In civil cases, such as personal injury, your attorney has the burden of proof to persuade a jury that you deserve a certain sum of money in return for your pain and suffering. However, because only a small percentage of personal injury cases go to trial, most personal injury attorneys do not spend much time in the courtroom over the course of their careers. Kevin Flesh stands apart from the rest because he represents both criminal and civil cases. After an estimated couple hundred jury trials, Kevin has learned how a jury reacts to evidence. He knows how to gauge how much money a jury will likely award in your case. Trial tested, trial ready for 25 years. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Call now for a free consultation. 303-806-8886. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. It's 
All right, Drive Radio KLZ 560. Thanks for calling in today, joining us. And some of you have called in, by the way, and asked, where are we exactly? Well, for those of you that don't know the name change, this is the old name, not old airport, but the old name Jeffco Airport up Mm -hmm. in Broomfield. They changed the name, as Josh mentioned earlier, when Broomfield became its own county. It's now the Rocky Mountain Airport, Rocky Mountain Metro Airport. So this is basically the Centennial Airport of the North. So Centennial Airport's way down south. This is basically the same airport, although it's on the north end of town. So we're in Broomfield right off of Wadsworth and Highway 128 is probably the best way for me to explain that. And if you don't know where it is, honestly, folks, just put into your map Rocky Mountain Metro Airport. It will take you right here. It's that simple. All of you, for the most part, have some sort of mapping program on your phone. Just type Rocky Mountain uh, Airport, and it'll take you literally right here to us. But for reference location-wise, Wadsworth and Highway 128 or Wadsworth and US 36. Maybe that's a better way to explain to folks where we are. US 36 and Wads, we are basically on the southwest corner of that intersection of US 36 and Wadsworth. So that's where we're at. Stop by and say hi. Again, the show goes till 2. We're here on air, of course, until 1 o'clock. Alice and all of you that are on on the the calls, hang tight real quick. We'll get right to you. i got to do a review really quick because I want to and I need to. And it was a 2021 E450 Mercedes-Benz 4MATIC sedan. So this is an all-wheel drive sedan. Not a cheap car, by the way. I've got it in front of me. <laughs> 79170 So it's an $80,000 car that, I tell you what, was hard to turn back. It probably drives like an $80,000 car. Because it drives like an $80,000 car. This thing ran like a scalded dog. It's a 3-liter inline turbo Dual turbo, by the way, six-cylinder engine, 362 horsepower, 370 foot-pound of torque. It's got the nine-speed automatic transmission in it. And like I said, folks, this thing was hard to turn back in because it flat out not only ran but was comfortable and works well. And do the Germans know how to build a high-end luxury car? Yes. They, they know how to build a high-end luxury car that goes. Yes. At our altitude, those turbos, we always talk about it. If you're looking for a car, it's hard to find a naturally aspirated you know, V8 or V6 that's going to run really well at our altitude. It has to be tuned just right. And so when they put those dual turbos on it, it's, yep. it's like a rocket ship, isn't it? Yeah, and this car, when you talk about having all of the right, and I will give them this, all of the right things in the right places. The only thing that's weird about a Mercedes that I have to find myself re kind of re-familiarizing myself when you get in. Most seat controls are on the seat itself. You literally put your hand down on the left-hand side, or if you're on the passenger side, you put it down on the right, and you're, you adjust the seat accordingly. Not Mercedes. It's literally on the side door panel. So your front, back, up, down, back, all of that, side bolt, all of it is on the Drive, you know, on the door panel itself, driver or passenger side. Now, another cool feature this car had, though, in relation to that. When you went around a corner, it, it has in. the ability to <laughs> bolster you, if you would. So depending upon which way you're, you're leaning in the car, it puts the side bolster up one side or the other, depending upon the lean. goes back to what Josh was talking about earlier when it comes to stability control. Where's the, you know, where is the the you know steering wheel at all of that all of that has to be known when it comes to that particular you know vehicle and all vehicles by the way but that's one of the other reasons why it has to know that so is it a great car yes is it a lot of money well you know in today's world 
That's probably it, debatable. It was a four-door sedan, right? Four-door sedan, and all-wheel four, drive. All-wheel drive, which in Colorado, folks, if you're if you're looking or if you're in that market, there's a lot of those that same style of that luxury sedan that's only two-wheel drive. That's right. And you're and looking so, at a high-end, some of these high-end SUVs that can you know can approach 60, 70 k. Is this one that far off? Not really, and you get everything I just mentioned a moment ago. So check it out online. Go to the Mercedes dealer as well. Tell them that John and Richard Rush from Drive Radio sent you as well. Again, 2021 E450 4Matic sedan from Mercedes. Fabulous car is all I can really say. Alice is up next. Alice, what's going on today? Hi, good morning. Um, good morning. I have a question for you. I, um, I purchased a Denali um Sierra 2500 HD, and it's okay. a V8. It's got the um, Duramax uh, Allison. So it's a Duramax, engine. so a 6.6 Duramax. Yep, yep. And it's and, and it's a, a V8 diesel, and I, it had 39,000 miles on it. And so I bought it used. I, I paid 68000 for it. It's so interesting. You're just talking about the Mercedes. But I was just wondering right. if you guys thought yeah. I got a decent yeah. deal or not. What year? You you didn't tell me it's, what year, Alice. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a 2017. So 2017, 68K. I mean, that's a brand-new truck of probably 80K-ish if you went and ordered that truck, spec'd it out on a 2021 model. I mean, that's high for 2017 in normal circumstances. That's a high price. In today's world, just finding a good, clean, used pickup truck, period, you're doing pretty well. Did you pay too much? Yeah, but you're going to on anything you buy right now. And, and Alice, at the same time, if you there's a lot of stories around of guys and, and, and gals buying a 2018, 2019s for full price mm-hmm. of, of, of of sorry, full basically what someone paid two three years ago. So you in essence saved eh, probably five to ten thousand dollars. And so again, in a normal market, yeah, you probably paid a little bit too much. However, if you're planning on keeping that diesel for a while, that thing will run what that at least a quarter of a million miles as long as you do all your maintenance and what you're supposed to do on it. Correct. Correct. And, and Alice, one other yeah. thing, too, that so. some will tell you. So, real quick, something else that some will tell you, and this is something that we haven't really gotten into much, and I've done more studying on this. There are a lot of folks out there that will tell you that's the truck to buy because the 2020s and 21s that now have a 10-speed Allison-branded transmission, it's not an Allison-made, it's an Allison-branded transmission under GM, GM is now making the Allison, not Allison. Allison put their stamp of approval, but it is made by General GM. Motors, not Allison. So there's some folks out there that will tell you that buy a 2019 or under that has the actual six-speed true Allison transmission, mm-hmm. which, by the way, is making yours worth more because of what's being said. So, again, did you pay too much? Yeah, but in this, with everything I just said and the time that we're in and so on, probably not. You probably did fine on it. Okay, good. Okay. Well, I thought because it was low mileage um, for that kind of vehicle, I thought, well, you know, and I, I looked at some of the newer ones that were available, and I couldn't get um, exactly what I wanted. And this was closer to what I wanted because it's got, a, you know, I'm going to tow horses with it, so I, I think I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. If you if you are okay with it and it's going to do what you want to do, let me just tell you what right now. You're not hurt on the truck even at that price. You could turn around right now and get all your money back out of the truck and probably will be able to. 
because this truck thing's not going to change within the next year. So honestly, Alice, you're you're, you're fine. You're you're not you're not hurt at all in it. You'll be good. I mean, is it high? Yes, but the but the point being, they all are. And I'll just give you an example. I've been watching just you know I do this on regular basis, watching prices and so on. So my 2019 Ram. 3500 with all of the goodies on it which that truck knew was about 85,000 bucks. I think I could make money on that truck today reselling it cuz you can't go buy that truck right now period. So bottom line, they're all high priced. It just is what it is. Okay. Well, thanks so much for taking my call. You're very welcome, Alice. Great by the way, great call and I appreciate you asking all those questions as well. Tom in Denver is next. Tom, what's going on today? Well, I just I just was listening to the F-150 comments, and I just wanted to uh, uh, put in my two cents about uh, the joys of a functional pickup truck that uh, uh, is a workhorse and just keeps on going. It's been in the family. My brother bought it, 1993 F-150 5-speed, and uh, I just load it up every day, uh, make a living yep. with it with yeah. uh, parts there you go. and tools and so on and so forth, and it just keeps going. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, that, that last caller, miles. Know. Put a transmission in it. Keep driving it. Yeah, that would be my advice. And they might even want to consider a five-speed standard. That's what this is, and I'd love it. Yeah, uh, good just, point. I just enjoy shifting. <laughs> yeah. Yep, uh, I hear you. I hear you. And I'm, I'm driving, driving down to the springs, and I'm keeping up to 65 miles an hour in fifth gear, except on the uphill, just fine. So this thing is still a hoss. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Good, good comments, by the way. Tom, perfect. Appreciate that very much. Uh, John and Loveland, hang tight. We'll come right back to you. Don't go anywhere. Two lines open, 303-477-5600. Again, we're live at the uh, Rocky Mountain Airport, Rocky Mountain Metro Airport, it's called now. It used to be called the Jeffco Airport, but when everything changed with Broomfield, that name changed. 11755 Airport Way, although you'll never find Airport Way. Uh, it's even hard on a map. Just either put it into maps, put it into Google, or remember we're at US 36 and Wads up in the north end of town. So we'll be right back, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Kins and Leslie, distributing your local BG Products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. This week, we're going to talk about the driveline components in your car, specifically the fluids in the driveline components of your car. Manufacturer recommendations for maintenance on these fluids vary significantly according to the year, make, model, and most importantly, the driving conditions. Most manufacturers list severe driving conditions as mountain driving, stop and go traffic, cold weather driving, hot weather driving, or towing and hauling loads. By my count, I've experienced all of these conditions just this week. So. How do you know when to service the fluids in your transfer case or differential? Our recommendation is to replace any fluid before the fluid has reached a point of failure. For driveline components, we recommend a 30,000 mile interval with our gear oils and limited slip additives. Many gear oils will show significant signs of sheer breakdown and oxidation well in advance of 30,000 miles and should be serviced prior to the point of failure in order to protect your driveline components. So, to ensure that your mountain driver, toy hauler, or traffic sitter stays trouble-free and fun to drive, replace your gear oils with a high-quality gear oil every 30,000 miles and take full advantage of all the great outdoors of our wonderful state. 
Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with BG Products. We'll talk to you again next week. Novus means innovate. And as the original inventor of windshield repair, Novus Auto Glass continues to stay on the cutting edge of glass repair and replacement. Any vehicle with lane departure technology needs to be recalibrated after a windshield replacement because of the cameras and sensors mounted to your windshield. All of those sensors need to be carefully realigned so your vehicle provides accurate positioning information. And each vehicle manufacturer is different. Most auto glass facilities, even the big names, do not have the right tools and equipment to calibrate your windshield. They can only replace the glass, not recalibrate the sensors. Because Novus Auto Glass constantly upgrades to keep pace with the changing industry, the majority of their locations now offer calibrations. Get your windshield replaced and the sensors recalibrated with the inventor of windshield repair. Find Novus Auto Glass now at klzradio.com forward slash glass. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. You trust the technician who lets you decide. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air will give you at least three options every time. You call an HVAC company because you want qualified advice, not a sales pitch. You don't know enough about air conditioning to fix or install a unit yourself, of course not. So you hire a professional to explain the situation more clearly. Then you decide between good, better, and best based on your budget. A temporary fix will buy you some time for now. A long-term solution will save you more money in the end. Only you can decide what makes the most sense for you right now. So the techs at Absolute Electrical Heating and Air promise to stay in their lane. They will always give you at least three alternatives, along with financing options, to make your home more comfortable on your timeline. Schedule an estimate now at AbsoluteFix.com and get only what you ask for. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Barber's Foods proudly sells what they feel is the best bratwurst in the nation. Their bratwurst comes from Tim Beeler's fourth-generation pig farm in Iowa, where Tim grows non-GMO-fed Duroc pork, raised without using gestation, crates, or antibiotics. Check out the 5-ounce French-cut loin chops, natural hot dogs, baby back ribs, breakfast sausage links, and garlic pepper bacon at barbersfoods.com. If you're looking for great beef, Barber's Foods carries grain-fed Colorado Angus beef in steaks and burgers and an assortment of Wagyu steaks from Dan Morgan's Wagyu Ranch. These all-natural, restaurant-quality steaks are some of the best you'll ever eat. 
You can pick up your order at the Denver Warehouse near the National Western Center, or Barber's Foods can drop them off to any Denver metro area address. Go to barbersfoods.com and thank you for supporting the Colorado native farm family that owns Barber's Foods. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. And, Richard, real quick, we're at the Rocky Mountain Metro Airport, and you were saying there's a way to park, get a ride over here. How's all that working? Yeah, so if, you don't, if you're not able to find parking next to the actual airport, airport, you know, in some of these surrounding, you know, kind of hangars, buildings and such, you kind of drive down, it says spectator parking, and there's an Anderson Farms little tractor that – uh, you know, picks you up. It's, it's one of their little wagons that they do for their right. for their hay rides and such, anyways. And so picks you up, drives you over. So it's cool for the kids. They love sitting on the on the on the wagon. And yeah, uh, yeah it's a good time. All right. So again, we're right up here in Broomfield area. Just Google it. You'll find us. It's really easy. Uh, John and Loveland is next. John, what's going on today? Hi, John. Um, I need How? some of your advice. And sure. I got a, just bought a 2002 F-150. I want to change the transmission fluid, you know, the filter. Okay. When I look in the manual, it's got two different transmissions, and I don't know which one I have. And, and they both, they for Mercon, and the other one calls for Mercon Z. But, um, you know, so there's a 4R100, 4R70. Marking on the transmission or something? Otherwise, no, there'll be no markings. You can do that off of the typically off the VIN number on that. Uh, but if okay. I'm not mistaken, and Josh, you can chime in. I believe the later Mercon filter is isn't it backwards compatible, or is it specific one to the other transmission on that one? I, I don't remember. I think it's specific on that one. It's an O2, so I don't remember. That's yeah, 20 years old now. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm sorry. I just don't. I'm sorry, John. I'd have to look okay. that one up specifically. Okay, because they, they say don't mix the two. You know. It could damage it. So I need well, to yeah, and, and what you'd want to do on that one as well, as you know, is do a complete flush on that, you know, flush out the system, yeah. put new in, and that's how I would do that one. When's the last time it was serviced, by the way, John? Well, that I don't know. I look at it, and it shifts very smoothly and everything. And, okay, good. Uh, it looks pretty, pretty clean, not perfect, but sort of clean. You can read. The it doesn't tell me anything about the either. I thought I might have something, but um, I yeah, think and, I will just do it. It's not 170,000, so okay. But I think I will do a full service. Yeah, and if you'd like, I mean, you, I know you're up in Loveland, but Josh is in Boulder. He's not that far from you. Literally, literally, you know, 35, 40 minute drive to Boulder, and if you if you go the back way to get to Boulder, and Josh could handle that for you very easily, John. Yeah, we can take care of that for you. No problem. What's his number? What's his number? It's 303-306-0555. Josh. Okay. Yep, Josh at Legacy Automotive. You can turn it up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they, and they can look at it and tell you what transmission it is and so on automatically. That's easy. Yeah, once it's in our database, yep. he'll he can look at exactly it. what yep. fluids it takes and everything. Yep. Okay. Another question for you. Yes, sir. It's sort of flaky, and you come on hold and then go off. So I bought this, you know, that R34 and the 134 in the can and stuff. But I'm I'm hesitant to use that because I guess that's 
put yeah, some don't. kind of sealant yeah, in there. No. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't do, do that. It. When Josh is doing the transmission, they can look at the air conditioning right. at the same time, find out if there's any okay. leaks or anything in it. You do not want to put any kind of a stop leak product in those or even some of the weird branded R134 Freon products themselves. And a lot of folks will overfill those in doing it themselves also, which is not good. So, yeah, just have Josh look at right. that at the same time. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Appreciate that, John. Thank you very much. And uh, I'll let you go. You guys on hold. Hang tight. We'll get right to you. Richard's got to get going. So let's real quick talk about the car you and I just drove, by the way, which is what? A 2021 Toyota Supra. And this was the 3.0. Uh, I guess I think it's the premium uh, trim level, I, I, I believe. I believe so, they, And so they make two different engines in this car, right? Correct. They make a, a two-liter four-cylinder that's twin tur- or turbocharged as well. And then this one, we kind of got to step up in the engine world with a three-liter uh, inline, inline six, right? Inline six. Uh, twin turbo. It did, and then, again, for folks that are going to call in and say it's not really a Toyota, well, it is. You need to do a little bit more research on kind of your differences. It's not but, just a BMW with Toyota badging it really folks listening trust me in this i did a lot of research on this car after richard and i were driving it and while it is a bmw quote unquote joint venture product with toyota and a lot of it is bmw it is not an exact same car as a z4 there are there are quite a few differences actually from the z4 to the supra yes and and i will say this when you get in it will if you've driven bmws before it will feel like a bmw not a toyota that's correct. correct now and i will say this and toyota i love you that's not a knock because BMW does a fantastic yes. job on their twin turbo engines. And man, this is a little rocket ship. Oh, it runs. I mean, it just a flies. It, if you want, you, you put it in sport mode, go manual with the paddle shifters. You can just zip up and down and fly. But the nice thing is, you also don't feel like you have to with nope. this car. Nope. You could drive it every day. Rear wheel drive, I believe. Yes, rear wheel drive. Um, but again, it's got all of the. Uh, all of the amenities you would want on it, enough for a sports car, right, yep. Dad? Because it, it's just a two-seater. Coupe. It's just you have two-seater coupe. It, there's enough room in the back in the trunk for a uh, for, for quite a bit know, of room. Car- yeah, for a carry yeah, maybe yeah. even a golf bag. No, I ran to Breckenridge and back, and you know, went up to the cab and took a bunch of stuff up with me. I had a pretty full in the back end, and to your point, you can fill it up with stuff, still go drive. Yep. Uh, now, real quick, also along these lines, the Z4 is a convertible. Correct. Okay, this is not. Correct. So again, there's there's a lot of differences between the Z product on the BMW side and the Toyota Supra. A lot of folks will just say, oh, it's just, it's, just a, it's just a Z4. No, folks, it's not. The styling's different. There's some interior creature comforts that are different. Uh, even, up price until, is different. Yeah, price is different. And up until this year, even horsepower on the three liter was different. This year for 2021, it's the same. But prior to that, it was a little detailed tuned on the Toyota side from the BMW side. It's now exactly the same as far as all the listings go. And I'll tell you what, one of the, as far as all the press cars go that we've had lately, one of the funnest cars to drive we've had. Absolutely. And and one of the more affordable. And some of you are going to laugh and say, well, this car was in the mid-50s. How can you say that? Well, because, again, folks, you look at it and say, when you want a car with this much horsepower, this much fun to drive, you're going to have to spend at least forty-five, fifty to do so. That's right. And so you look at the Z4, which does give you the convertible, so it does add some It's about seven surprise. grand more money. It is. So you're above $60,000 versus this car, which was, I think we were in mid-50s. the yeah, mid-50s. You can do them in the high 40s. But it was a phenomenal car. Blast. We Oh, my word. It's, Sport mode. 
Oh, blast. And now, I will say this. I will say this. You know, we have Walt on it. And for, for folks that do know Walt, Walt's about 6'4". Yeah, big guy. You are not fitting someone that is m- much above six foot, six foot in this car. I'll just be honest. And, and, and so maybe you have to do a Z4 if you are of that height. But if you're not... And honestly, you're like my, my dad and myself here, Dad. We, what, what are we at? Five, five nine, five ten. Right. We can fit in relatively easily and just go have a it's ball. It's a blast. So of yeah. Drive. So if you're interested, folks, the Supra is back. I think they're going to keep making yep. them, and they're going to they've done some different you know trim levels and that sort of stuff. Head to your local Toyota dealer. I don't even know if they necessarily have them, but get on a list. You know, and be notified when they get in stock. And this let is them a know car that. worth ordering and, and buying and having. It's I fun. It, it's a car oh, I would own. It yep. really is a car I don't. It's but, a blast to drive. Yep. But but again, let them know that John and Richard from Drive Radio and Rush to Reason sent you. All right, with that, guys, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Dave and Tim, guys, hang tight. Richard's got to get out of here, so we'll come right back to you. Don't go anywhere. Again, we're live at the Rocky Mountain Metro Airport up here in the north end of town. Hang tight. We'll come right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. BG. No one likes to be that person. You know the one, stuck on the side of the road, busted tire, making everyone slow down to get around them. With Legacy Automotive's new tire sales, you don't have to be that person, ever. Here in our Colorado climate, you might be closer to needing new tires than you think. A bad set of tires can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Tires should be regularly examined for cracks, bulges and blisters, and other signs of wear and tear on your vehicle. The skilled team at Legacy Automotive in Boulder will be able to examine your current set of tires, let you know what they recommend based on what they find, and help you get on the road. Legacy Automotive is a Napa Gold Certified Auto Care Shop and employs ASC Certified Technicians. So don't be that guy, and make an appointment at Legacy Automotive today at 303-396-0555, or visit them online at LegacyAutomotive.com. Legacy Automotive, locally grown auto repair. Hunting down that hard-to-find part for an out-of-the-ordinary car can be quite a time-consuming chore. Unless, of course, you just go around the corner to your local Napa Auto Parts store, where we have over 310,000 parts, all of them made to fit and perform just like the original. Yeah, there are people who say it's the journey and not the destination, but those people have never tried to find an alternator for an 82 Fiat on a Saturday. Go to NapaOnline.com for the location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. All right, we're back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560, again, live at the Rocky Mountain Metro Airport up here in the Broomfield area. And, again, we're really at US 36 in Wadsworth, but if you come up this north end of town, just put it in your maps, but you you cannot miss it when you get up this direction. So we'll be here until 1 o'clock on air. The show goes until 2. Let's go to David in Denver, who is next. David, what's going on today? Hi. um, I heard you uh, earlier you had recommended, like, premium fuel for – Cars with, uh, like, tur- turbos or su- superchargers? Turbos or superchargers, yes. Okay, and then would you recommend that for um, older cars as well, like 20-year-old cars? or? Um, well, it, it depends on the car. So if you've got a, 
Like, you know, we're at a car show today where there's a lot of older vehicles that required, you know, they have a higher compression engine. They required a, you know, a premium fuel back in that day. Yeah, in these cars, yes, you would be doing the same thing. Now, if it's just a 20-year-old car, nothing special about it, naturally aspirated engine, no, you would not need to run that in that car. Okay, great. And then um, also, um, I kind of inherited this old Audi, like an O2 um, A6. Anyway, it seems to be like putting like the anti-lock brakes on by itself. Uh, my mom, okay. she would, instead of driving like a ground, she would drive the opposite, and then I'm driving like she should drive. She would floor it and slam the brakes on, whereas I'm driving real easy, and I just barely touch okay. them, and then you can hear them kind of, you know, through and I'm just wondering, can I, uh, is there some way, like, with the relay or fuse or uh, maybe physically to just unlock or, I mean, disconnect the anti-lock feature? And then I know it's important, but on the other hand, not when it's doing it by itself. So now I'm going to put this one over to Josh. O2, A6, anti-lock brakes, that's what he's asking. To take them down, I don't know if there's a good way to do it without messing with everything else. You know, by the time we get into O2... It's connected to everything else in the system, and it's on the bus talking to everybody else. And and you'll never get a shot. I mean, this is something it, you yeah. would have to do on your own, Dave, because there's not a shop out there that if they have a brain would ever do right. this. Yeah. Right. Because exactly. liability is too high for them. They'll never do it. And the, the other okay. issues you're going to have, because I'm sure it's talking to the, the PCM, you know, for engine control and all that, and it you just might open a whole new can of worms trying to shut this thing down. All right. Maybe it's just not worth touching or messing with at all. And yeah. Okay. On the same token, if it's not working right, you know that could be fixed. But <clears throat> you'd have to verify throw that. a bunch of money into it. But uh, sure, okay. understand. All right. Well, and it's we'll an, you it said an O2. Yeah, O2. It's yeah. probably the the PCM on the ABS module. Those those tend to go out left and right on the, that year. Cost roughly. I mean, no, oh, it's last, huge estimate. I get it. Yeah, I'd say probably a grand or more. Okay. More. So there you go, David. Okay. All right. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Appreciate the info. You're very welcome. Thank you, David, as always. Lines open, by the way, 303-477-5600. Tim in Longmont, you're next. What's going on, Tim? Yeah, I've got uh, a question on charging RV batteries. But first, I'd like to give a shout-out to uh, Novus. They did a really good job for me. They could have been out the day I called, but I couldn't make it. But they, I was very satisfied with them. And then, awesome. you know, Thank when you. you can really tell a, a, a shop when things go bad, how they are, I'd like to give a shout out to Legacy. Uh, they had some electrical problems at their shop and their internet was down and they kept me informed. <laughs> uh, they couldn't finish the job that day and they let me keep a loaner over the weekend and they were nice. I thought they handled it very good. So shout well, out. To Josh is with Legacy. me right now. He's the owner. So there you go. He's listening. Yeah, we oh, yeah. had a, a oh, power surge, okay. and it, it took out our, our Internet, and, and it comes in via um, microwave, and it actually blew uh, up the whole receiver. And, oh. and then our power was kind of sketchy the whole rest of the day, too. So okay. It's hard to work anymore without it. Oh, internet. boy, it is. It is. No, we're, we're very dependent upon yeah. that. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, they, were, the they free- were very good. They kept me in the loop. and uh, Good. Uh, good. So. They did a good job. Good to hear. Uh, I've good got to hear. Travel, so, so travel what, what do you? Yeah. What's your question on RV batteries? I've got uh, a travel trailer, and it's got two interstate batteries. Uh, the the trailer's about three years old, and for some reason, the uh, 
all the water went out of the batteries, so I put distilled water back in. And the charger on the trailer, I could only get the batteries up to about 10.6 volts. Uh, I put my uh, another battery charger on them, got them up to 12.6, each of them. But okay. the indicator light on the panel in the trailer, it has uh, four lights when everything is fully charged, and I can only get one light on that indicator. Uh, would that? Do I need to replace those batteries, do you think, or...? I would yeah. think so. What would you suggest? Yeah, I, I think so, yes. Okay, if, you, if they were down that far and then you had to do that to get them up and they're still indicating not good inside, and really fully charged 12.6 after having it on a battery charger is even low, you really should be 12.8, and I know people are going to you know, argue with me on this one, but if it's freshly charged, coming off a battery charger, and you're not at 12.8 or above, you, yeah, it, it's going to have an issue. Okay. All right. Do you know, uh, is there anything I should check? Because uh, I've never had batteries go completely dry like that. Um, I've had several RVs. Are you unhooking the batteries when it sits? Uh, I don't. I, I finally found I, the, the switch where I can disconnect it. Okay. Okay. But if I you're disconnecting them. All the time. Yeah, if you're disconnecting them, yes, they'll last much longer. If you're not, well, yeah, they can go bad just sitting that, there. That and if it's plugged in all the time. So does it have a charger on it? You know, are they being charged all the time? Built in. Yeah, built-in charger. Yes. Because I'm just yes. wondering if it's actually putting out too much voltage and cooking those batteries, especially when you find that they're low on water. That means they're usually that means they're hot. Over yeah. and That's right. Hot. That's right. So to check that. I would check that charger. It might be actually cooking those batteries and boiling the water out over time on them. Okay. Well, I'll make sure I disconnect the batteries from the unit when I put the... Uh, do you still recommend the, the uh, Legend batteries from Napa, John? I, uh, they're made by DECA now, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'll pick up a couple of those, and hopefully that'll take care of my issue. Yep. Yep. You should be good there. Okay. Tim, thanks. thank you. Thank, no, thank, thank you. you very much. I appreciate it. We're going to try to get these other two calls squeezed in. I think Dan Muir, my old co-host, is up next. Dan, what's going on? Hey, guys. John, how you doing? Jay, we are great. John, how you doing? I'm doing great right, so today. I got you doing? I got a doing wonderful. Okay, I got to tell you, now, you guys know I put a lot of miles on my CX-9, and Josh has been working on it lately. And I'm, I get my oil changed about every two and a half, three weeks. Okay. And I did, it's about six, 7,000 miles, and I do all the uh, PG products in it, the EPR, MOA, and then the 44K. But this is the first time. Now, the car's got 112,000 miles on it, and uh, so I put about 100,000 on it in the last year. This is the first time I've done the induction service, the BG induction service. Okay. Holy cow. Holy cow. <laughs> Big difference? My gosh. I'm telling you what. It's like driving a brand-new car again. Nice. I, I cannot believe the power that thing has. It's nice. It's amazing, Josh. It's absolutely nice. amazing. Yeah. And it gets those cars yeah. breathing again. Yeah, you know, they, yeah it really oh does. My God. Yours is direct it, injection, so it just builds up all that carbon. And yeah. by doing that service, we break down that carbon on those valves, and it'll get that car where it's almost back to new. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's well worth it. I'll tell you what. It's uh, it was a little spendy, but it was well well worth it. Oh, it's worth and it. I think the car's gonna last a well. while. Hey, Josh, can I ask you real quick? Yeah. Is anything fun to fly out there? 
<laughs> There's a lot of There's a lot of cool you're stuff. I can't one. believe you're not here, Dan. <laughs> I wish this I was. Were... Well, you guys know where I'm at. I'm up here in God's country in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You know why know. they call it God's country? You know why they call why? it God's country? Why? Because he's the only one that'll have it. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Good one. No, it's a great show. It really is. Yeah, all right. All right, guys. Good show. Thanks, Talk man. Dan, Thanks. appreciate okay. you. Yeah, no, appreciate you very much. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm surprised. If he, if he was in town, he'd be here. I can guarantee you that. Russ and Cheyenne, what's going on, sir? Hey, I just had a quick question. I was uh, watching the news <clears throat> with all the pickups, you know, the GM and Ford and those guys are building, and yeah. they're all sitting on the lots waiting for uh, chips. Chips, yep. And so are they going to be able to call those 2022s by the time they put chips in them? And or are they just going to Great have question. 60,000 2021s? That, Great question. You know, know, Ford's talking about sending them to the dealers now, letting them complete the vehicles once they show. Uh, you, you know, there's no uh, orders opened up yet for 2022s on Ram or GM yet. Uh, I'm hoping this week that maybe those will start to open up. I mean, at this point, Josh, I'm wondering – are we going to see very many 2022s, period, and will they just switch over to 2023 about this time next year? Because, honestly, I, I see 2022 being a total wipeout year for these guys if they don't do something different. It it's is. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I've heard of trucks being sold without radios and stuff. Anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, Josh, I, I mean, to answer your question, Russ, I, I don't know. Great question, because some of these trucks were built in early 2021, if you would, that didn't have chips to complete. So, great question. Right, because I just wasn't sure since they actually haven't left the possession of the plants if they can rebadge them as 2022s. Well, no, I mean, they'll be VIN numbered, and that's already all done and handled. When that yep. thing rolls out of the, of the line, even though the chips aren't aren't there and complete, that thing's got a VIN number that'll be the year of the truck. And I'm guessing the only thing that might be a little bit of a weird issue, and I don't have an answer to this, is the stickers they put on the doors that give you the date of manufacture – I'm guessing those are also probably complete and on the door, even though they don't have the right modules. I'm guessing that it's a completed truck that'll say, you know, four of 21, even though it's been sitting on the lot the last three months. Yeah, it will. Right. I'm so guessing, yeah. I mean, yes, I'm, I'm sure it will. Even, you know, when Chrysler had trouble with the Cherokees, when they couldn't get them off the lines because of the software and the computer, they were they were still that year in that build date. Wow. So. Wow, that's crazy. So there's going to be a yeah. – because what, what Ford's got, like 60,000 F-150s right now? There's a ton that. out there. Now, <laughs> keep in mind, that's that's a low number for them because they build almost a million F-150s a year. So, you know, that 60 is, is – it seems large to us, and, and it's large to the dealers yeah. and, and people that are waiting for a truck. But 60K, <laughs> you know, parked in, in relation to the, you know, million they build a year – you know, is is not, but it, it's still affecting them. And you you know, you're bringing up a great point. What are these things going to be? You know, actually labeled as when it's all said and done. Great question, by the way. Well, and I guess so. The other thing is, like the Chevy dealer here, he's only got two two brand new trucks sitting on the lot right now. That's right. So Russ, we got to run. Great comments, by the way. All right. I don't thanks. have an answer for all that. So, no, good stuff. Russ, I appreciate it. Guys, top of the hour. We'll come right back. Don't go anywhere. We're live. Hour three is next, live at the Rocky Mountain Metro Airport. We'll be right back, though. Myself, Josh uh, Goff from Legacy Automotive up in Boulder. We'll come right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. 
Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.